Welcome to the Pillar of Fire podcast. I'm your host, Prophet Jeffrey Marshall. It's such an honor to share this moment in time with you. I look forward to sharing what the Father has for us as men in such a time as this. Listen, I celebrate you. Yes, you. You that's listening. I celebrate your walk. I celebrate right where you are right this moment. Whether you building, whether you tearing down, whether you cleaning up, this is a safe place, a safe space that we will work together as men to get better so that we can do better. Real men, real issues. Let's go. Kingdom blessings to each and every one of you brothers. We are still in the book of First Samuel. We are still in First Samuel, the 17th chapter, and we are looking still at David still dealing with Goliath. And I know we made some progress, but I want us to go back to the kind of the premise of this, right? Um, you know, we looked at David's reputation. and We looked at the fact that David was able to do this great and mighty thing in killing this trained killer, uh, this champion, this giant, this man of war, I like to call him someone who was designed for war. This is what he was born to do. This is what he did. And he was very good at what he did. But David was also very good at what he did. And I, I want to insert a pin there because I, I feel that some of us as men oftentimes do not get the credit we deserve. And sometimes you need that credit to uh, make yourself be reminded that you are credible. In a world where you're zapped, in a world where you're 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 um, um, under a microscope, or in a world when you're just you're just drained and you're pulled and you're constantly asked to do, and you're never um, um, redeposited into, it's it's not amazing and it's not strange that um, we can oftentimes start feeling like defeated individuals. Um, what's the point? Why should I? Well, when you don't, when you're not acknowledged or when you're not um, adequately just honored, let's just call it what it is. When you're not honored in the right way, especially as a man, especially as a father, especially as a husband, as a brother, as a, as a, as a, as a, as a, as a worker, as an owner, um, it can become a very dangerous battleground in a battlefield, one in which the enemy will come in and defeat you in your mind and will make you not even realize that you have been defeated. Well, I want to encourage you today. We're looking at this in First um, Samuel, the 17th chapter, the fact that there was something I know we talked about it before where David heard these insults from Goliath and him cursing out the army. And we we heard about this and he, he just had the ability to go do this on a whim, but there's something about that. What was that? What caused him to do that? There's something inside of each and every one of us that will cause us to stand up to our enemies. And that's what I want to tap into today. I want to tap into the very thing that we can do as men to stand up to the enemy. I'm not talking about, um, an enemy that's not uncommon. We all have the one same great enemy. 
that enemy that comes to kill, that comes to steal, that comes to destroy, regardless of your nationality, regardless of your age, regardless of your religion, regardless of how many degrees you have, regardless of where you work, regardless of what region you're listening this listening to this from, and regardless of where you lay your head tonight, that enemy hates you. He has no good intention for you. He does not even want you to realize that you have power over him. Let's read this in 1 Samuel, the 17th chapter, looking at the 23rd verse. And before we even start reading that in 1 Samuel, um, even before we start reading that, I, I want to encourage us with something um, because something so powerful happens with David. When, when he started asking these soldiers, um, you know, about this fight and started asking about the reward, you know, it's something that even happened before we get here. There was there was the fact that David stood up when others wouldn't. It's a testament when you're willing to do what other people will not do. When you're willing, in spite of the crowd, to stand out from the crowd. When you're willing to say yes when everybody else says no. Or when you're willing to say no when everybody else says yes. See, one of the things about David that I found in this was that David took this very, very, very personal. Mm -hmm. He took it very personal that this individual was out there insulting God. That this individual was out there insulting the very God that protected him so many nights in the wilderness. So now we're on a battlefield and this uncircumcised Philistine dog that David called him is out here disrespecting the armies of the living God. He took that really personal. He took that so personal that he was willing to die. He was so he was willing to go into battle. In fact, he went into battle. He didn't need he didn't need the the traditional soldier's garb. Mm -mm. He went out just how he was. Before we get too ahead of ourselves, let's read this together. Let's read this together over in First Samuel the seventeenth chapter, and I'm going to read this in the twenty uh, first. Start at the twenty first verse. Israel and the Philistines were drawing up their lines facing each other. David left his things with the keeper of supplies, ran to the battle lines, and asked his brothers how they were. As he was talking with them, Goliath, the Philistine champion from Gath, stepped out from his lines. <laughs> And shouted his usual defiance. And David heard it. His usual defiance. That lets me know that he's he's been doing it. And he's, he's constantly and consistently doing it. And he has no intention of stopping. Until someone puts a stop to it. I want to let you know that there are some things that you've been wrestling with. That nobody's going to stop it. It's not going anywhere. It's going to take you to stand up to it. Your mother couldn't do it. Your father can't do it. Your brother and your sister won't do it. Your children definitely cannot do it. Your wife does not desire to do it. It's going to take you. I know you don't think you can. And I know you may have been fighting this for a while, but it's okay. Because today is the day you stand up to the enemy. 
Today is the day that you stand up to that very thing that has had so much power over you, much like Goliath had over the army. The army. Nobody was willing to fight him. None of the trained soldiers, none of the men of war were willing to go to war, even though they were in war. Let me say that again. None of the men of war were willing to go to war, even though they were in war. What I love so much about David, it was about to get real personal for David. Not only, and I, and, I, and I talked about this in the last podcast, but not only was this about to get real nice for David because he found out about the reward that Saul was offering, but it got real personal because David understood just how powerful his God was. And when you understand how powerful your God is, you take it very personal when individuals disrespect your God. Because when you can look back over your life and see where God has brought you from, what God has done and where he still has you and you wake up each and every day so grateful because you know where and what it took to get you here, you take it real personal. And what David did in this, in this passage of scripture is as David is talking with individuals, he even has an, a conversation with King Saul. He's an armor, he's he's King Saul armor bearer, right? So he's has he has a conversation even with the king, and even when he finally convinces the king to let him go out and fight, even when he convinces the king, by the time he convinces the king. It's almost like Saul was laughing at David's request to fight. It's almost like, you know, what are you going to do? What do you mean? How are you going to go out here and do anything? How are you, David? You, you, you my armor bearer. You, you, you the one who play the harp. You the one, you know, you, you, you write the songs. But see, what little, little did he know is just, is little did they know. His looks can be deceiving. Little did Saul know was that Paul, uh, uh, not Paul, I'm sorry. Little did Saul know was that David understood that the power that he had was not in people. It wasn't in the armor. It wasn't in the army. It was in God. And I found it very funny how Saul was trying to get David down in the scriptures to put on his, his armor and, you know, put on his fighting gear to go out and battle Goliath. And, and David just had to keep it real with him. And I, I can't use that. It's not designed for me. It don't even fit me. It's, it's not something that I wear. I don't, I don't wear this. I don't do this. This is not who I am. I know what you do. And I know what you all do. But this is not what I do. This is not what I do. Let me show you what I do. See, I, I, I can't do any of this. I can't wear your armor. I can't um, put on your sword. I can't even carry your, um, your, 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 your shield. Uh-uh. The Bible tells us in the 38th verse that Saul dressed David in his own tunic. He put a coat of armor on him and a bronze helmet on his head. And David fastened on his sword over the tunic and tried walking around because he was not used to them. I cannot go in these, he said to Saul, because I'm not used to them. See, when you used to fighting, some of us, some of us have been fighting our whole life. 
I need you to go back to that place. Stop. Stop forgetting that you know how to fight. Stop forgetting that you that you know what God has done for you. Stop stop feeling like you need to dumb down. And one of the things that I challenge us and I challenge myself and I'm challenging each and every one of us is to step up our game. Stop dumbing down. Stop because you're the smartest in the room or you're the smartest in the circle. Don't feel like you need to dumb down your conversation to make other people feel comfortable. Absolutely not. No. Celebrate your success. God brought you to that success. God brought you through that success. Those tears were not in vain. Those lonely nights were not in vain. Let me look back at this verse. David says, I can't go in these. I'm not used to them. So he took them off. He took off his staff and his, he, then he, I'm sorry, then he took his staff in his hand. He chose five smooth stones from the stream, put them in a pouch of his shepherd's bag, and with his sling in hand, approached the Philistine. I'm going to come to you just like I always have came to every other challenge in my life. I love this. I love the fact that David, I, I, I might, I'll try to wear what you want me to wear. I'm going to try to follow your order. I'm going to try to do what you all typically do. He tried to walk. He tried to wear it, but it just didn't fit. Some of us just don't fit. You've tried to fit in, but you just don't fit. I know I can ask me how I know. <laughs> How many times I tried to fit into certain groups and cliques and, and, and things and I just never fit. Could never fit. You will never fit, brother. You were meant to lead. You were not meant to fit. You were meant to blaze trails and burn paths for others to follow. You were not meant to fit. Some of us, even on our workplaces, you stand out like a sore thumb because you were meant to lead. It's very uncomfortable for you because there's something inside of you that God wants to bring out of you. And he's allowing that job to bring the best out of you through those pressure situations, through those stressful situations. Yeah, he's allowing it to happen because he has more inside of you, just like there was more inside of David. David couldn't use Saul's power as king to defeat Goliath. He couldn't even use his brother's power as soldiers to defeat Goliath. The only power that he knew would defeat Goliath was the power of God. He decided to face Goliath as a shepherd. What do that mean? He kept it real with himself. You know you're not... No astrophysicist, so stop trying to talk like one. You know you're not, um, you, you know you're not um, dumb, so stop talking dumb. Because I've met so many intelligent men, so many intelligent brothers who don't act as such. They're eloquent in their speech. They they're thoughtful in their words. I'm not saying you got to be the best order and, and, and talk um, and have the smoothest talk, but don't be ashamed of how you sound. Don't be ashamed of your struggle. Don't be ashamed of your story. Keep it real with yourself. You got here by this. 
But most of all, most of all, what what allows us to be able to do this is to understand the weapons that we have in this fight. Because remember, he talked about stepping up and standing up to the enemy. There's some weapons in this fight, even in this fight, that David chose not to use. I'm not going to use your weapons. I'm not even going to try to use your armor or your shield. I'm not trying to protect myself the way that you protect yourself. I'm not trying to use the weapons that you typically use. No, no, no. I'm going to use that which God has always used, and that is him. Hmm. God used him. We can't use the weapons of this world to fight the enemy in our life. We can't use the weapons of this world to fight the enemy in our life. The Bible tells us in 2 Corinthians 10 and 4, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Pull those strongholds down in our mind today, God. Allow every man that hears this podcast be strengthened by your Holy Spirit. Let your Holy Spirit move like, like a whirlwind. Let it strengthen our minds to equip us to pull down the strongholds in our minds. In the name of Jesus. See, one of the things that David knew is that God is going to always supply his needs. He always supplied David's name, his needs, his ways, his his everything that David needed. God always supplied. God Almighty, El Shaddai, the only one shot. That's all David needed was one shot. And he knew one shot comes from my God. All it take was one time. I don't, I, I'm going to go get five, but all I need is one. As many sheep that David shepherded, as many animals that David fought, God never, God never allowed him to die. Think about that one. Up until this point, God never allowed him to die. So I can see where David's confidence in God was just 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 on a thousand because he understood and he got that relationship down to where I know what God is going to do. Bible tells us now unto him that is exceeding that is able to to do exceedingly abundantly above all we ask or think according to the power that work in us in Ephesians. It's Ephesians 3 and 20. He supplied David with more than enough power to accomplish the task. Was Goliath stronger? Yeah. Was Goliath bigger? Yeah. In the eyes of people, was Goliath more mighty? Yeah. But remember, David had God on his side. And if God is for you, who can be against you? You might you might say to yourself, you know, you 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 say these things. You know, like it's just that easy. Well, it is. You say these things like it's just going to happen. Well, it is. See, David spoke life through his faith in God. He didn't think God could do it. He knew God could do it. He didn't think God could. He knew God would. David ran toward Goliath. 
<laughs> he ran toward Goliath. He didn't run from Goliath. Let's 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 get this. The 48th chapter. I'm sorry, the 48th verse. As the Philistine moved closer to attack him, David ran quickly toward the battle line to meet him. David ran toward the problem. He didn't run from the problem. And I want to encourage you. Yeah, you. You got somebody in your corner that's going to run with you, even though you might feel like you're running alone. You have somebody in your corner that is praying with you, even though you might feel like you're alone. You have somebody in your corner who is using a weapon to pull down strongholds in your mind even though you might feel like you're alone. You have somebody somewhere that genuinely loves you and wants the best for you. No strings attached. Nothing in return being asked. But just another man somewhere that wants you to live the life that God designed for you. It's the day that you stand up to your enemy. Who is your enemy? I don't think we have to ask that question I think we know who our enemy is and for those of us that don't know our enemy is the fallen angel Lucifer and his demons who go contrary against the kingdom of God and the advanced directives of God we do not want any of us to be in a holy communion with God in a right standing relationship with God who only comes to kill, to steal and destroy. Who utterly has a final chapter written already, but wants as many people that are here on this earth to go down with him. But I stand here as a watchman and I stand here as a voice of the church of God and the kingdom of God. Say that I love you and I'm praying for you and I want to encourage you and I want to lift you up as you stand up to the enemy. Remind you of this one verse as I leave you. That in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. I'm persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. That's Romans 8, 37. Be blessed, my brothers. Be encouraged. Until next time. Love you.